Previously on the Lupe and Royce Show. I'm thankful for our fans. Man, shout out to the fans. We have some good ones. We got a couple assholes, as I like to call them. However, I'm going to speak directly to a few of these people. There, there are some haters out there. I told especially you. Those, especially those who question what the white guy is doing on, on the pod. I always wondered myself. Now, this should be no wondering. To walk in these shoes is a tough mile, baby. The Lupe and Royce Show is a Say What Media production. Yo, what up? This is Lupe Fiasco, and I've been nominated for a Grammy 14 times. Yo, what up? This is Royce the 5'9", and I just got nominated for my first Grammy, so therefore Lupe Fiasco is breaking my balls. And this is Tom Frank, and I will be nominated for a Grammy next year in the polka division of the uh, sound songwriting. I think that's, that's what I'm going to go for. Mm-hmm. And you're listening and you're watching live on YouTube, the Lupe and Royce show. First of all, is that Chapstick? Uh, yes, that's Chapstick. Something wrong with Chapstick? With, that's not our sponsor, so I don't know why you're using unsponsored products. Oh, I put that on, I put that on way before the countdown was over. You just put it on. We just see. Look, you're mm-hmm. still smudging mm-hmm. it right now. Let me hear the playback. Let me see the playback. Show me the playback, Lou. Nope. No playback. You know why? Because it never happened. I just want to say, I want to be the first to say congratulations on your Grammy nomination. Thank you, man. For your album, Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor. I wish that was my album. <laughs> <laughs> that is very Wait, so how many album. how many nominations did you get? Thank you, man. Um just that one. Best rap album. Remember how you was hating on the Grammys before that though? Like the episode prior? Like just not like just like We were we were oh, talking like, about the Grammys. Like a week and a half ago, like like right before, like the week like days mm-hmm. before you had got the nomination. Yes, you I, was like thoroughly Yes, I do. Okay. I do remember that, yeah. I just want to make sure that you know that mm-hmm. we know what you said. Mm-hmm. And how you yep, s- and I changed my mind about everything. Yep, I see? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I don't mind being a hypocrite, bro. I don't I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm 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 totally comfortable in my own skin. I was a negative, bitter, old washed up rapper just two weeks ago. And now look at me. I'm rejuvenated. I love the Grammys. I love you, Grammys. I'm gonna come and I'm gonna bring my mom and I'm gonna <laughs> It ain't no fun. It ain't no fun till you get one. You know what I'm saying? Then it becomes, oh, no. Uh, we, here, we, here we go. You know, here we go. Here just saying, you know. Here we go. Don't make me feel bad about it, bro. I'm okay? not. I'm just, I just want to jovially. Don't make me feel bad. Don't make me feel bad about it. Though. I finally got a, I finally got a fucking not, nomination. Right? Do not feel bad about this. I want you to win. I want you to win. Lupe so want me to win, too, but he always got to fucking rub yeah, his yeah. accomplishments in my fucking face. You already got a Grammy, though. Like, this is what I don't understand. Like, we sitting here. <laughs> You already- I don't have a Grammy, bro. I don't. I don't have a Grammy. How many nominations you got? I don't. This ain't your first nomination. How many nominations you got? This is my first nomination. Come bro. on, man. We didn't been through this. We already have it recorded from, from prior conversations. You already admitted to it. How many Grammy nominations do you have? Oh, you mean just projects that I'm a part okay. of? Um, I got one Grammy certificate. A certificate? Yeah, you get a certificate when you're a part, like, you know, whosoever album it is, if you... Oh, uh, you get the certificate, they get the actual award? Yeah, the, the, the award that matters. It all matters, man. Certificate don't count. Hey, listen, it Marshall matters. <laughs> <laughs> you are the one. You are the golden child. You're the promised one. You got nominated for Best Rap well, Album. I promise. Am I promised to win? Because if I can win... From what I understand, I don't. I wouldn't know, but I've heard a little birdie told me that if you win the Grammy, that you can your price goes up, like you can charge more for things. You can do you can do all types of sexy stuff. And also, I just want to say that you got the best verse on Father Figure, which was also quite the banger. Thank you. Shout man. out to thank, Toby. Well, thank you about the verse part. Shout out to Black Dog. Shout out to Toby and Weegway. Shout out to Black Dog. But more importantly, shout out to you, Black Dog It, Royce It. Shout out to you, brother, because you that. That whole things fall apart like Chihuahua at Chibay. That whole little rhyme scheme that you was doing right there, cuz. I just want to say I was very impressed. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I, can't never, I can never tell when you're being fucking serious. You know what I mean? Okay, I wasn't impressed, but I was impressed for you. I know I you wasn't. wasn't. Impressed, but I wasn't you, don't, you don't get impressed by no fucking <laughs> rhyme schemes, nigga. <laughs> No, no, no. This nigga no, ain't getting I mean, impressed no, by no rhyme scheme. 
as a rapper to a rapper, you murdered that shit for real, for real, real. Like that whole Thank piece. You, when it's unexpected is when it's is when it's great, and you definitely was coming with some unexpected bars on there, and I really I really appreciate that on some rap shit. I'm sure a bunch of rap fans also appreciated it that you followed up your Grammy nomination with like pro- possibly one of the best verses of uh 2020. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, bro. Appreciate that. Tom, why are you looking so, so weird, man? How like, you, why are they being nice to each other? No, no, I'm, I want to know. So how, how did you find out? Like, do, how, does somebody call you? How, how does this happen? Oh, the Grammy nomination? Yeah, how does it happen? Does somebody show oh. up at your door with a yellow jacket and say, you're nominated? What, what goes on? I was just doing a, um, a teleconference with my doctor. I was talking to my doctor, and then I noticed that, like, everybody, a whole bunch of people started DMing me and texting me. Congratulations. And I ain't, you know how you can see like a preview of a message mm-hmm. when somebody sends you a message. I'm like, why does people keep telling people keep telling me congratulations? So I'm talking to my doctor and then my phone starts ringing. Like people start calling. I'm like, what the fuck? So when I finally get off with him, as soon as I hang up with him from the teleconference, the very first person that calls my phone before I could start thinking to call anybody back was Joyner Lucas. So I answered the phone. I'm like, what up, dog? Yo, congratulations, nigga. I'm like, congratulations <laughs> for what? And he's like, yo, you, yo, you're on the Grammy nomination, man. So I immediately think to myself, like, maybe they talking about Marshall album or something. Because I didn't know anything about the Grammys announcing their nominations that day. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. I also didn't know that E1, which is the company that I partnered up with to release the album, independent company. I didn't know that they submitted it. I didn't know that my album got submitted for the Grammys. So mm-hmm. I was like... He was like, "That's your this your first this your first nomination for just your shit, right?" And I was like, I was confused. I'm like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" You know what I'm saying? And, and he just was like, "I remember him saying like, yo, be happy, be happy, man,' or something something along the lines of be happy." And I was just like, "The fuck is this, Bobby McFerrin?" First of all, second of all, when the fuck am I not happy? I'm happy all the time. So I thought to myself, he must have heard last week's episode when I was being a hater. So it came back to bite me. You know what I'm saying? So I had to hear him tell me to be happy, right? And then I hung up with him, and I went and looked at my DM, and the first DM I see is from Ninth Wonder telling me congratulations. And then I just started seeing a bunch of screenshots of all the nominees, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. So I was just taken aback. So then I called Kino, and once I called Kino, Kino tried to – arrange this little moment where it was like he has a whole bunch of people on the phone at the same time but i already knew he tried fuck him <sighs> see somebody trying to do something good for you nobody likes their, their manager bro you go right back into to little grumpy old man from detroit i'm not grumpy i'm in a great i'm in a fantastic mood right now i just don't like you know that's all <laughs> Well, congratulations. I think it's going to be fun. See yeah, what man. happens here. You're going to win this. Who else is nominated? Freddie Gibbs, Alchemist, mm-hmm. Alfredo, King's Disease, yeah, Nas, D-Smoke. D-Smoke. Yeah, and um, Jay Electronic. Yeah. I could give my professional opinion of who's going to win, and mm-hmm. but it's all set in the narrative of today. And I remember we talking about this last week, Tom, where it was like the narrative, the meta narrative of the Grammys. Yeah. Some of them, they do it with the nominees, and then who who they get to win might layer on the narrative. So I think you got a real strong chance in terms of you fit the narrative of what the Grammys need to be pushing right now, which is like strong, powerful, culturally aware, community-oriented Black folks. And I think out of all those people, the only competition that you got is, is Jay Electronica. But I don't think Jay has the same type of like public uh, community representation that you have. And that's not a slight towards him, but I'm just saying all the shit that you've been doing in the past few months in terms of community empowerment and stuff like that in relationship to what's going on in the country. I think just from the meta narrative that the Grammys tries to push sometimes, I think you would be a shoe in for it. To be That's just me being honest. No, no slight to anybody else, but I mean, the fuck you going to do? <laughs> What you gonna do anyway, nigga? Huh? Nothing. I think whoever whoever wins, it's a win for the culture for sure. I never, I never, I don't remember the last time I seen like a category 
Mm-hmm. Where so I was fucking with everything in the category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. So best rap album, we'll find out on Sunday, January 31st. That's when it airs. Do you find out in advance of that? Or do you, do you are you literally surprised on the day that it airs? I literally have never been through this process. So I have no idea. Lupe, Lupe, why don't you inform us? It's the day it airs. You don't know. But they do that to get you to come to the awards. Will you go? What, will, there, will there be awards? I mean, will... I don't think so. I don't know if there yeah. will be. Something. It's going to be something. I think it's going to be like a virtual thing, just like the rest of the award shows. They might have like big performances and stuff like that. I think that's the Grammys brand. Like they're going to have you with the ill performances just in a, you know, safe space, a social, social distance performances. Shout out to the Grammys. I'm available to host uh, if necessary. So mm-hmm. give me a shout. Mm-hmm. 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 What else? What else, Tom? So how are you feeling? You feel better? I feel better. Yeah, I feel better. I was sick, man. I was sick and I never get sick. So I was man down for about four or five days. Oh, really, nigga? Really, were you? Hmm. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. My wonder. My <laughs> mind wonders as I wonder. <laughs> Are you praying on my downfall, bro? <laughs> What'd you have, nigga? Let's just get down to the brass tacks. I need to know. <laughs> we need to know specifics. You know, you know, you know what the fuck I had, bro. <laughs> it's not, man. And I don't know why you think it's so fucking funny, because it's not. I wasn't feeling well, man. I had headaches. I had fucking How bad was it? Chills. Damn, cuz. It was like flu, the flu, like catching the flu. You know what it was? I I went to New York to shoot the video with Toby and Tariq, and um, I flew out on the first flight in the morning, and when I got there, I went straight to the set. I shot my shot, and I wanted to get back. I traveled three places. I did this for Toby. I went out to Wyoming with Ye, and then I went to, to Ohio to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. I flew in. Shot my shots and and went straight back to the airport. I didn't fly private either. Straight back to the airport and got on another plane. So two commercial flights in one day. That's what did it. Fucked me over. But you're better now, huh? Yep. Yep. But you're you're feeling better. So it took what four or five days to get over it. Um. Yep. Yep. It took. Let me see. Uh. Yep. About a week. About a week. I feel great. I feel great though. But. Yeah, I had about two of those days were really were really bad. Like I was just like, I ain't really want to talk. You know, what I mean, people was calling my phone. I actually found out I was positive the day I found out I won the Grammy. I mean, I got nominated for a Grammy. I was ta- I was talking to I was doing a teleconference with my doctor, telling him my symptoms. And then after I got off the teleconference, and then I took a couple calls to talk to tip, listen, people tell me congratulations. Um, the the lady was here. She because she came to give me a test, so I took two tests, and then I was positive. So it took me um, until yesterday to get a negative. Why are you nodding your head, bro? I'm not nodding my head. I'm shake. I'm shaking my head. I wore my mask. You know me, goddammit. <laughs> no, man. The truth of the matter is everybody's going to catch COVID. Even if you get the vaccine, you, you're going to catch it when you get the vaccine. Everybody's going to have it, man. I was with, watching this thing with this doctor in Texas when it was really bad. Even though it's worse than it is now, it was, it's worse now than it's been, period, in America for COVID. Like hospitalizations at 98, like 98,000 people are in the hospital right now. Mm-hmm. And it's going to get worse, right? But dude was like, there's two type of people in the world. He was like, there's people who have COVID and there's people going to catch it, period. So, I mean, eventually it's going to come knocking on everybody's door. Eventually everybody's going to get it, you know? Have they come back right. with any studies if you can get it again? Yeah, you can keep oh, getting yeah. it. As many times as your dumb ass want to. If you want to just keep getting it, I believe, I don't know how true this is, but I heard you're actually more susceptible to it once you catch it. Well, I will say the show foreshadowed both of these incidences. And what did he say, Tom? What did he say on both accounts? He wasn't down with the Grammys and he would never get COVID. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about COVID, bro. 
COVID is a very omnipresent demon. This demon, you ever seen the Golden Child? Sado Numsi from Golden Child? That's who COVID is. And if you taunt COVID, if you speak ill of COVID, <laughs> it comes out of your mirror and jumps in your ears. Listen, Royce, can you say right now that Lupe is not going to be a billionaire? Could you just say that right now, please? Lupe is not going to be a billionaire. Actually, make it a triple billionaire. Well, what are you talking about, bro? Are you saying whatever I say, the opposite happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lupe is not going to be a triple billionaire. There we go. Call one eight three three Royce to five nine. Tell him what you don't want you to become, so he can say it. <laughs> so you can. <laughs> it's not gonna work because the universe knows that I don't speak about my friends that way. Why you gotta do that, man? Can I get paid? I don't talk like that. <laughs> so the universe knows that was just a one-liner just now. That was like a drop. Come on, man. Ooh, this, ooh his, his hate don't stop. His I'm not hate. Stop. I'm not hate. I want you to be a bit. I want you to be a triple billionaire because so I can borrow some money. Then don't then say that I won't be it and mean. You would be the only really you 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 probably be the only billionaire who wouldn't loan who wouldn't loan me no money. Man, I would give you everything you ever wanted. Stew it without singing, bro. Please, stew it. You know, sometimes you just gotta put a little stank on it, bro. (laughs) So, is is your family and everybody safe though? Is everybody cool? Yeah, yeah. I didn't go home. I um. When I came back from the airport, I came straight to the studio, right? Because, you know, I had the builders and shit here. So I came straight over here. And then the very next day is when I started feeling symptoms. So as soon as I started feeling symptoms, I knew I wasn't going to go home mm. until, uh, until I went and got tested. You quarantined right mm-hmm. there. Mm, that's smart. Uh, has this changed your perspective at all on this whole thing? No. What would change? <laughs> I, know, I learned no lessons. I mean, you know, no. He asked me, did my perspective change? <laughs> yeah. I didn't say I didn't. I wasn't implying yeah. that I didn't learn anything. I learned. I learned from anything, anything that happens to me. This is something that happened to me. So yeah, I definitely learned. Um, and I kind of thought. I kind of thought about it. I know that the, getting on flights and shit brings down my my immunity and shit like that. So mm. if I'm gonna travel, I just got to plan a little bit better. I mean, I wore a mask and shit like that. But anything that I'm gonna do. You got to make sure that I'm well rested. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure that, you know, like I'm taking all my vitamins, making sure I'm not vitamin D deficient. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely learned it. It can catch my ass. I didn't think it would get me because I'm elusive like that. So are you ending your uh, monthly CMOS subscription? No. <laughs> CMOS is fantastic. What are you talking about? CMOS is fantastic. What is he talking about, Tom? Man, I, you know, I've been out here debating brothers. I actually got to speak with some doctors in a, in a few days, I think, as they're getting revved up for the vaccine and doing more kind of public outreach and stuff like that. Um, I guess they're looking at folks in the community. Luda, they know everybody hates me, but looking at the uh, folks in the community that are uh, pro-knowledge of the vaccine, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, pro-knowledge of just kind of public health spaces and what we kind of need to do. So I actually got to put myself a little bit more out on the forefront um, to speak a little deeper to the issues that we're facing. Cause this, this winter is going to be a problem. And I think people are kind of underestimating what that's going to look like, but I mean, it's, it's bad, bro. It's do you bad. mean in terms of spikes in COVID cases, spikes in COVID cases, like your, your immune system is one thing. The other side of it is how much COVID you're actually like infected with like the viral load. Right. Mm-hmm. So just think there's more people producing more COVID, right? And just in general, in mass. So there's mm-hmm. that much more like just COVID material being produced and pushed out into the world. So you might go through a normal day. Say we go through a day six months ago. This is all kind of anecdotal, but and really simplified, right? But just think like six months ago, it wasn't that many people with COVID, right? So you going out, people might've been infected, but the viral load is low, right? Now you go out, yeah. it's people, it's, you know, every, every day it's 200,000 people, you know, mm-hmm. um, catching mm-hmm. it. So just think how much viral load is just present in the world and how much you would that now when you go through those same, the grocery store, these same situations, the airport, stuff like that, it's just that much more um, virus out and about. And mm-hmm. I think that, it, that just that number alone is going to be bad, man. It's going to be more people 
more people walking around with more COVID spreading it around. And even when you become uh, asymptomatic, you know, when the, when the symptoms go away, I mean, you mm-hmm. still might have COVID in your body to a degree. It's just below a level that can be detected, maybe below a level that can't be like emitted out. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's still kind of there. So you got to think part of that, what you said earlier about maybe you're more susceptible after you catch it is because you still might have some of it in your system, even with the antibodies and stuff like that. The antibodies still got to find it and hunt it down and kill it and recognize it and all that stuff. So you're, you're just still kind of sitting at the precipice. So, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a wicked winter, man. And it's, it's, it's unfortunate because it did not have to be like this. And I, and I talked to brothers and have debated brothers where they on the complete, even, even as we stand on the precipice of this, they still like, fuck that. You know, and you do, like, no, now what you're talking about, you're talking about in terms of taking the um, vaccine. Not even telling because I don't even think you need and I've said this. I, we wouldn't need a vaccine if we social distance, if we wore masks properly, if we quarantine properly, if we just did the basic kind of steps that a bunch of other countries have done. Now it's too late. Now we have no choice but for a vaccine to pull us back. So even on that front, before you even get to whether you agree with a vaccine or not, people not even agreeing to do the basic those basic things, you know, so. You know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, it, hopefully everybody comes out the other side of it good. But we'll, I, that's not going to happen either. You're going to have a bunch of deaths. And that's unfortunate. You know, now you're in a state where they've actually rolled out. You're 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 locked in your home, in essence, for the next three weeks. Right. I mean, that's actually across L.A. County, right? Yeah. And so it's California. So is it all of California? I think so, because it's, it's uh, Newsom is the governor. So when he speaks, you know, he's speaking to the whole yeah to the whole uh, state. But, you know, California has different, you know, as you get center, central California, it's not as crazy populated as down here, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think that's what needs to happen, you know, and it should have stayed like that. I we should have never came off lockdown, you know. We should have never mm-hmm. came off lockdown. Federal lockdown and masks have to be required because it's, it's crazy to me when you look at Florida and middle of the country, there's still people not wearing masks. Mm. It's insane. Mm. Absolutely freaking insane. Mm. Why y'all think that is? Because people, I believe, people still have this chip on their sh- Like, you can't tell me to do that. You can't tell. I, why not? Why can't I tell you to do that? When I get down to the root, like talking to some of these brothers, you can like fill them up with the science. And they'll like, oh, okay, cool. Right? You can fill them up with, you know, wearing masks, all that. Right? They'll be like, yeah, I get it. But they still hung up on mandatory. Like, I don't want the government telling me what to do. It becomes like a political thing. And that, that politic runs strong because, you know, politic is almost a religion for some people. So they'll live and die by a, you know, freedom to choose, even if that choice is, you know, endangering other people. So I, that's what I've discovered from talking to a few of these brothers. It becomes this what a government shouldn't tell me what to do. You know, it's like, all right. Well, shit, what about what about all the money everybody losing? Everybody's going poor. I mean, some of these brothers ain't, though. And that's the other case. And I'm, I'm, I'm not speaking their names. They know who the fuck they is. Oh, so you being subliminal right now. I mean, it's Hotep Jesus, Rizza Islam. Like, I've debated, debated both of these brothers. And they're straight, mm. you know, Hotep Jesus says that he's not anti-vax, but he's, is, is, that's horse shit. But, you know, uh, Rizza Islam has T-shirts talking about don't take the vaccine and all this other craziness. And, I mean, the thing with these brothers is, like, you don't work a regular job, my G. Like Hotep Jesus got Bitcoin and all kinds of shit. You got stuff that's actually going to be more valuable the more that this shit progresses because you're somewhat insulated from some regular shit. You are an Internet celebrity and a personality and you you doing all this other kind of tech shit on the side where you actually don't need to go outside. And so you have you're not going to really lose anything. Right. You personally. So I think it's some of these people, they disconnected from actual reality, even myself um, disconnected from having to work a regular job. So I'm putting I'm looking at the people that got to work regular jobs. Is that your sole reasoning for advocating for the vaccine? That and we losing like, man, we losing some very important people, right? Mm. That will still be here, you know, like just the knowledge base that we're losing. Right. If you just go through the, you know, the the obituary of who has been taken by taken by COVID-19, who had ample years ahead of their lives. Right. To pass on different things or knowledges or this. Even if it's as basic as somebody's grandmama, you know, you wanted to know what the recipe was for that Thanksgiving situation. But granny not even here no more to tell you. You do understand why black people are apprehensive, though, right? Yeah, but fuck all that. Fuck all that? Yeah, fuck all that, man. Um, Because this ain't got nothing to do with that. This got something to do with we all are facing this together, right? 
I talked to a brother this morning who was from Sudan and uh, he, he lives in London, but his whole family's from Sudan. He was saying everybody that they know that caught COVID died. So it wasn't no like, oh, you know, I'm cool. He was like, y'all get over it because you got a healthcare system. You got an actual hospital to go to. Like you actually got very basic public health things that are protecting you that you take for granted, right? We ain't got none of that shit. Our hospitals don't have hand sanitizer in it, right? So there's black folks in Africa right now suffering. They're dying at high rates. Just imagine that. Everybody who, everybody this brother knew who had it died. So everybody in Sudan died. knows somebody who had COVID who's, who's like gone. Like it wasn't no, well, I came back, I'm cool, right? Not saying that's the case for everyone, but that's a reality for, for folks. So when I say fuck all that, I'm not saying just slide all of black history off the table, but I'm like in this moment of time where we have a universal threat, even to black folks and even more dire for black folks, we need to, we need to step up and do what we need to do, at least on a basic public health side of side of the equation. And we can be revolutionaries after we get this shit over with. Right. But right now it ain't time for that. So that's just my, my piece. But what's your play brother Royce? I mean, I still feel the same about it. Listen, as far as the vaccine, I would love to take a vaccine I'm going to need something to make me feel not so apprehensive about trusting. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's all. Like, it's not, it's not like I'm not, I can't be the first one to run out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I just can't, I just can't, mm. I just don't trust. Mm. I just don't trust. I don't trust the way that none of this information has, has been disseminated on COVID about COVID. I don't trust um, the padding of the numbers. I don't, I don't trust. I don't like the fact that, um, the people are using the people like these companies and the hospitals and all of this shit are using it. They're using a lot of this to get government funding for mm -hmm. certain things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like the way that it seems like everybody's program being programmed to be like afraid. I don't like the fear of the unknown. You know what I mean? I understand where, where Reza is coming from. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's trying to be like a revolutionary. I think it, his thing is more so just, work on keeping your immune system up. So he's always, he's always saying something really informative with that. Now we may not be able to draw a correlation between the vaccine that they're offering, that they're about to be offering and the way that black and brown boys are immunized and, and some of the, you know, some of the problems that are linked to that. There may, there may be no correlation between the two, but mm -hmm. there's so much fucked up shit that happened mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. our country just mm -hmm. to black people and it's so much fucked up shit that happens and you know bill gates being involved takes it to a level you know then they talk about depopulating and it's just all of these things where there's no certain answer you just basically have to choose something to believe and take like this leap of faith with america so to speak me personally i'm not willing to put my family's well-being in the hands of america you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying which Taking a vaccine may not necessarily be that, but to be some of the first people to do it. Nah, catching COVID still don't make me want to want to do that. It just made me want to tighten up. Like, you know, like as far as those flights, I could have flew in, spent the night, flew back the next morning. I think I'd have been fine. Got some mm -hmm. rest. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And just can't always have it my way. Sometimes I just like everything to be at my pace. Mm -hmm. It happened to me when I went to jail, man. When I went to jail, it was like, finally, I'm not in control. I got to sit my ass down. No more making the left out of a bar onto 8 Mile going the wrong way, doing 80 going the wrong way on 8 Mile. You know what I'm saying? Like, no more of that for a minute. No more sit your ass down. I got some of the best sleep I had ever got. I started reading a lot more. You know, I just knew I knew the shit wasn't on my time no more. I was on their time now. And sometimes that shit has to happen to you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm open to it. I'm open to the vaccine just just with a little bit more information and, mm -hmm. and not 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 nothing that feels like we're being a bunch of fucking test dummies. Mm -hmm. The brother I talked to in Sudan, he was like, they begging for the vaccine. When you think about the elevated level of fear mm -hmm. that's just present right now, it makes you feel like they want you to be basically begging for the for the vaccine. And then why? That's an answer we'll never get. His reasoning was that, you know, they just basically overthrew a dictator who's been in power for 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, so you have like this political crisis. Then they have an energy crisis, um, which was North Sudan and South Sudan. Uh, you know, they split a few years, had a civil war. Um, and South Sudan has all of the petrol, has all the money. And I think he said that, but the, the crazy issue is that 
the northern Sudan has the ports or whatever that they need to use to get the the oil or, or petrol out of the country or what have you. But they have a situation where he was saying that for them, and I, uh, the the brother's name was a uh, Senior Laser. That was his like his tag name, but he actually ran it. Mm-hmm. He, him and his family, his mom started a a, a non for profit called Jaco's, like Ja Ister, something like that. But anyway, the he was like, you know, you got people sitting for two days to get gas, like to fill up their car, right? Like a two forty eight hour wait to get gas. Um, and then you have uh, the bread prices in the country, you know, like skyrocketing, you know. So um, there's all these other kind of pre-existing conditions societally that COVID is making on worse. So on top of that, let me get your grandfather, you know, like mm. let me get your grandmother, let me get your uncle, mm. right? And that country, uh, I think he said uh, out of, and I, I speak publicly about it because we, we we spoke about it publicly on my IG live or earlier today. And he was saying that out of, uh, uh, his, I think his grandmother had 15 kids and out of that 15, 14 have diabetes. So he was like, the it's the perfect storm, right? To even more so destabilize or already destabilize. destabilize. One of those moments, right? One, just one of those events can destabilize a whole country. So just imagine you got one, two, and three, you know? So I think for, for some folks, there's actually an end foreseeable within months to COVID. You know, it's not like 10 years from now, you know, five years from now. It's like literally six, seven months away from kind of putting this to bed. And the only way that that's going to happen at this point right now, anywhere in the world that hasn't already picked up, you know, the social distancing and already kind of put COVID to rest, places like New Zealand, places like Thailand, the only thing that's going to pull them back is the vaccine. So they're looking at it like we need the vaccine, not so we can get back to normal, but so we can get back to focusing on the bread crisis and the gas crisis and the political crisis and all the other crises. Um, so we're definitely not going back to any sense. Of, it ain't like here in America. Like in America, mm-hmm. we're going to go back to being able to go to Miami and all of that good stuff. Um, or now I don't want to belittle it that much. Like people go get to go back to work, go get haircuts, go get the basic stuff. And this one, I mean, once COVID is over, they still finna be standing in line for bread. It's still standing mm-hmm. in line for gas for two days, you know? Um, right. So that's why I say some people, they look at it like it, it ain't got nothing to do with a society or, or a big farmer trying to capitalize on the situation. It's them like our situation's already fucked twice, mm. you know? And this third thing, which we can actually end or there's actually a solve to it in the world. Yeah, let us get that so we can get back. Well, I'm I'm definitely not one of those. I'm definitely not one of those guys who's like talking about, you know, people wanting to put a chip in you and Mm. 5G (laughs) towers. I ain't on all that shit. I don't don't care about none of that. I'm not thinking about none of that. You know, I just, this vaccine, the way, number one, how quick that they supposedly came up with this damn thing. Mm. And then also, the way that this whole COVID, if COVID was an album, this was the worst rollout I have ever seen. <laughs> and a terrible fucking rollout, bro. A bad rollout, but a very successful Come rollout. On, very, man. very, very successful at fucking us. Millions of records. Yeah, yeah. Millions yeah. and millions, you know and it keeps going up. You know, it's just it's just the rollout was fucking horrible. All kinds of streams. Bring the vaccine on. I want it. I want to be first in line. I won't be even first in line, but I want to be first in line. Mm-hmm. I want kids back in school. Me too. I think this is killing. <laughs> me, me, me too. And I'm not saying that just because I want the kids out of my house. I think this is this is killing our youth right now. Like they are literally like being idiots sitting at our homes. Mm-hmm. They're not in school. They're not doing things. This is not good. Mm-hmm. This from dude with no kids. Man, killing no kids, man. It's, it's kids, definitely, want, kids don't want to go to school anyway. It's it's definitely affecting. You know, it's affecting everything. It's affecting. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm at a point now where I have a son who, in a million years, would have never said, "I'm ready to go back to school," and he is ready. He's like, "I can't take this anymore." They're all just sitting around at home. Yeah. He needs to get They're his ass out of their minds. What are you going to do? I what did. Are you I, do? Tried to, I tried to Pick have him. I had him playing football, and you got you, you can't. But you had him go play COVID ball. Like that's not what you should have had him do. I was <laughs> against that from the very beginning. He should be a chess master right now, right? He should. He should have multiple books. He's, under uh, his... he's learning the art of podcasting right now. <sighs> he could be a master metalsmith by now, bro, or a master. <laughs> 
Metal. Mechanic. He could have fixed the car like eighteen different ways. You got idle, idle time, idle hands, man. Idle hands, idle feet. Why don't you send me one of your cars and I'll have him, pra- I'll have him take it apart and put yeah, it back together. Yeah, because that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Lupe and Royce Show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce the Five Nine, and Tom Frank. Royce, I know you're big time with your recent Grammy nomination, but is there something preventing you from achieving other goals? Anything interfering with your happiness? You know what? I'm glad you asked, Lupe Fiasco. As you well know, I'm a big believer in the power of therapy and the importance of mental health. And I don't care what you've achieved in life, whether it's a Grammy or not. There's always value in therapy to help you reach your full potential. Therapy has really helped me to be able to communicate better and get better. Just make improvements as an individual, as a man, Lupe Fiasco. Well said, Royce. And this brings me to our sponsor, BetterHelp. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in a safe and private online setting in less than 24 hours. Hmm, that is convenient. Yeah, so you can get support without leaving your house or your throne, as the case may be. No sitting in one of those awkward waiting rooms either. One thing I really like about it, and you know this is an issue near and dear to my heart and my foundation. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which makes it more accessible to a lot of people. And the service is available worldwide. So even when we all get our vaccines, you can access better help no matter where you may move or travel to. This also means you can access a broad range of expertise, which may not be locally available in many areas. For example, They have professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, and trauma. Another cool feature, in addition to scheduling weekly video or phone sessions, is you can send a message to your counselor at any time, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Anything you share is confidential. And let's say you don't click with that first therapist. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. So in a nutshell, it's convenient, professional, and affordable. They've got some great testimonials posted daily on their site. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So, dear listeners, I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener of the Lupe and Roy Show, you'll get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com dot com slash Lupe and Royce. Do what Lupe said and join over one million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's BetterHelp H E L P dot com slash Lupe and Royce. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce to five nine, and Tom Frank. Yo, make sure y'all go to uh, uh, say what dot media and get the shirts, man. I want. I've been I've been pimping out these yep. shirts. Say what dot media slash shop and we you know the, our Cyber Monday deal is still going. Yeah, eleven percent. What's the what's the Cyber Monday deal? I didn't I didn't know about the Cyber Monday deal. You 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 use the discount code Monday and you get fifteen percent off. Fifteen percent. But even bigger than that, you know we're gonna pick three lucky winners that are gonna actually be on the Christmas holiday extravaganza mm. here in a couple of weeks. Christmas holiday extravaganza. Extravagant like the diamonds in your glasses. That level of extravagance. It's going to be that level of extravagant? Cartier Diamond extravagant? So what are we doing? We having a party? <laughs> oh, we're going to have a big party. A soiree? A soiree. Tell me more about it, Tom. Uh, there's going to be a lot of guests that night. I just want to say this again and preface this. Why is this a terrible because idea? Because you know I read the room, baby. I read it, baby. I know I know what's going to destabilize things. I can see a bad idea when it's coming, and I call it out. This is going to be now, a we, terrible idea. We want chaos. Fiasco, if you will. Well, I'm lost. Y'all got to y'all got to fill me in. I had COVID. He bringing in some. You did have COVID. <laughs> he bringing in <laughs> hey, three um, random people, man. Did you get your shirt? Yes, I did, sir. Thank you. Well, you're not even wearing it. You didn't tell me I had to wear it. I wore mine. You're right. You did wear yours. You, you know what I do, Tom? I wear mine to the extravaganza. <laughs> who, now, who? Are, yeah, who, are the, who are the people? Who are the people that we're supposed to have? Uh, so we're gonna pick three lucky winners that are gonna have. You know, 30 to 60 seconds to get on and, and ask you guys anything. And then we will have a whole star-studded lineup, which we're working on right yeah. now. And the only I way. I can't leak out who that will be. The only way that you can be one of those three people is if you get a shirt, just so you know. So go to. By, by midnight, which is 30 minutes from now. So they get, the, so they, so they get to ask Lupe anything. Okay. I like no, they get idea. to ask you anything. Oh, they no, you didn't say that. Because I'm not say, Oh, no, no, it's only Lupe. You didn't say that. They don't get to ask me anything. I'm not going to be no, no, no. I'm not Royce showing gets, up for this. 
Oh, you're not coming nah, to the extravaganza? I'm not, show- I'm not showing up for this. For Not for that section. You eating that one on your own. You eating that whole salad by yourself. If Lupe don't come, I can't come either, bro. Sorry. What? It's my brother. I'm not coming to that part. I'm going to come from the beginning. But as soon as that part begins, I will be shutting this down. And then I'm, you text me when you're done. And then I'm going to come back in. Just put both of us on a group thread. Just let us know when you're done. Royce, were you well enough to view the fight? Yes, I was. Yes, I was. I saw it all with these eyes. Which one would you like to, to talk about? Let's start with the, the, the undercard, and then we'll go to the big one. What do you think of Nate Robinson getting knocked out? First of all, let me say something, man. Shout to Nate Robinson, yeah. who's a good brother. Uh, I forgot where we were. I, I think he was invested in a restaurant. Um, I forgot what city we was in, man. I feel like it was somewhere in Ohio, but I, I could be wrong. But, I mean, Nate found out we was at the restaurant or, or something like that. He, he came through, showed us love, laced us with food, the whole thing. So shout to Nate Robinson, man. He's at one time a bull as well. So anybody that was on the bulls, you know, they get the, the maximum amount of love. So shout to Nate, man. People been beating him up after they beat his ass. But I just want to stand down and say that first and foremost, man, I've always respected that brother. He's a good dude. And I don't think he deserves a lot of the bullshit that a lot of you niggas who would have got knocked out too is laying upon this man. But anyway, shout to Nate, man. And you live to fight another day. I love Nate Robinson. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Um, the only part that I disagree with is that he doesn't deserve it. Yes, he deserves it all. <laughs> you a whole, you a whole Be, asshole, Jack. Bro, bro, listen, listen. That knockout wasn't a knockout that said, oh, this guy can't fight or this guy's not tough or this guy's not an ex- excellent athlete or this guy's not strong. This guy is not thinking. Mm. Boxing is a completely different thing from fighting. It's a mm. completely different thing. Jake Paul has been training for years. Yeah. So anybody yeah. you put in there with him that's not already a pro, the same thing is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people think that if they've never been in a ring before or they've never had gloves on before, that they can just jump in there with somebody who's just more advanced than them in this mm-hmm. particular art form. It's like mm-hmm. somebody just deciding they want to rap. Because it sounds like it's easy to do, and they get in there with you, and they think they're going to have the best verse. You're going to have the best verse zero out of however many times that y'all rap together. And that's Lupe on a bad day, a good day, an okay day. That's what Lupe does. You know what I'm saying? Like Jake Paul, I don't think that he has a a super promising career as just a straight-up professional, but... He's very, he's, he can fight. He's a very good fighter for just like a YouTuber and a guy that does exhibitions. He's really good. The reality is you can go play basketball. You could go play soccer. You could go play football. You can't yeah. play boxing. Yeah, and it's, 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 I mean, it's, you can, you can, there's bite. boxing programs. You can get into, because boxing ain't just beating a nigga ass, right? Boxing is like being able to know when somebody throws a jab, you know, what they what's going to happen with their body when they come back from that jab or when they throw a cross you know what all that entails what's open when you throw a right cross what's open when you throw a left cross what's open when you throw an uppercut like it's a you can just beat somebody just based off what the body mechanics are going to do if you know what they are now i'm i'm simplifying it if you know what you're doing if you know so what you're doing you got to be the biggest baddest toughest motherfucker on the block if you can just read somebody's body you can beat their ass you can just have them running into punches you don't have any experience in the ring you're not going to get in there and beat anybody, any experienced fighter. It's not going to happen. Not in a million years. You know what I'm saying? Nate, Nate Robinson, as strong and as, as athletic as he is, he doesn't even throw a punch properly. Like, he can't, he doesn't, he's not equipped to do damage. You ever seen a rapper hit a heavy bag? That's the worst thing you can see. If you don't know how to put your weight behind your punches and, and snap your punches, you're through. If you don't know how to move your head, you fool. Forget about it. It's just a matter of time before you get caught. You know how many pounds of pressure yeah. it takes to, to put you unconscious? Four pounds of pressure. That's not a lot. Exactly. It's just about you not seeing the punch coming. Hit this button right here with four pounds here. And he also hit him behind the ear. He hit him behind the ear with an equilibrium punch. You know what I'm saying? He was fucking him up. I mean, it was just like self-inflicted, like I said. In the street, Nate could have probably just grabbed him, grabbed him up or something, and it would have been totally different. But you can't do that in the boxing ring. So my thing is, 
I don't recommend moving forward in the future that people try to do what Nate did, man. He could have really got hurt. Really, mm. he really, really did get hurt. He who really said, did who get hurt. Who said that? Was it, what was the, the boxing guy who said that? It was like kind of a big wig. I don't remember. I don't really, I'm not too good with their names, but I think he was a big time box guy. He was like, yo, that shit was, it was almost to the point where he was like, yo, that shit was stupid. Like that shit was it dangerous. Was, it was like, a it bad was, decision. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know how it got sanctioned. But was it a sanctioned fight? It was, was sanctioned. It? They didn't have no headgear on. They didn't have no. That was a pro. That was a yeah. pro fight. Like yeah, man, right. he yeah. should have had some headgear on. They should have. They had twelve ounce gloves. They should have. They should have bigger gloves. They should have had bigger gloves. It should have looked like. Um, remember when Oscar De La Hoya and Shaq got in the ring with each other, and it was like this Giant fun gloves. thing that they did. It should have mm-hmm. looked like that. You can't even really say, "Oh man, they can't fight." It's like he hasn't been taught how to fight. He went in there and did what he could do. You know what I mean? So what, how about Tyson's, Tyson and Jones? What would you think of that? Sparring session. Sparring session. I, I was kind of disappointed that, well, I can see why they did it. They went to the two-minute rounds, and they weren't going to have a winner no matter what. They were going to call it a draw. I mean, I guess that saves face for everybody. I don't think so. What- I don't think it was a draw. And I don't think that the, the whole object of the evening was for it to be a draw. I just think they neither one of them they're so old that they didn't have enough to be able to do anything to one another that would garner any sort of like real point system that you can pull from and go, you know, like Mike Mike landed a couple hard body shots, but it really just looked like two guys that just wasn't capable of da- doing damage no more. I think Mike could have did some damage, but for the way everything was positioned and what the two understandings was as fighters that, you know, CT is real, brain damage is real, right? Rem- reminiscent of Muhammad Ali. And uh, who, who who beat up on Muhammad Ali? It wasn't Leon Spinks. Who, Larry who Holmes. Up? Larry Holmes, like, beat, Larry, like, just beat. Leon like, Spinks did too. Right? Like, shit, shit like that, I think they recognize that. That's a part of the, the history of boxing as well and where they are. But I really think that Mike was holding back. And if Mike would have fought Roy... Like he was fighting his sparring partner, right? I don't think Roy could. I don't think Roy could match or stand there with Mike, right? I think Mike could have knocked him out if if that was a part of the plan, or if that was a if that was allowed. So I think it was a lot of constraints on the fight, and what you saw was a constrained fight, like you said, a sparring match. I felt like that he was being reserved, and I think that was a whole part of the plan. I think what people wanted to see was just Mike Tyson fight. I don't think people came to see Mike Tyson knock a motherfucker out. That was Mike Tyson fighting at 54. That's how it looks. Mike Tyson don't he don't he don't know how to go light, bro. <laughs> I think that we got what it was. And that's why people a lot of people are saying like from the beginning, like this isn't meant to, there's no knockouts allowed. So you think Mike Tyson gave everything he had? Yeah. Well, you don't think he held back at all? Oh, man. I'm with you, Lou. I think he held back a little bit. I want to see Floyd Mayweather fight Mike Tyson for points. That's what I want to see. And for with points? headgear on and, and even, even body gear, just like for points. Yep. Just, just scoring yep. points. That's what I want to see. I want to see that. That's a karate guy right there. <laughs> and fencing is like that. Be like mm-hmm. a video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would like, because like, I want to see, that's what I want to see. You want to see the greats from different yeah, weight classes. Yeah, like go up against each other. Coming together. Because Mayweather fought Conor McGregor. He fought the, the dude from Japan. And the dude from Japan was an absolute beast, but he couldn't use his feet. If he could have used his feet, Floyd would have been dead. That is false. No way. No way. He was a punching bag. Have you ever seen that dude fight? I've seen him fight Floyd. He couldn't throw kicks. He couldn't, he couldn't go to the ground. He couldn't hammer fist. He couldn't do all the things where he was you know, doing his shit with his other fight. He would have killed Floyd. What's wrong with his hands? Shout to Floyd Mayweather, the TBE. The hands is one part of his arsenal. But it ain't his only arsenal. Whereas with Floyd, his only arsenal is his hands and his, his shoulder, his defense. He's just a boxer. He's never he's never been instructed how to throw kicks and grapple and all of that. That's a different art he, form. He I respect that art form, too. He could have he learned. He don't downplay learn. boxing, bro. Don't downplay he boxing. He could have I don't. Boxers I are the best it. fighters in the world. Bro. I respected Midley. No, they're not. You only respected Midley because you're a karate guy. I'm a, a martial artist. That's not the same? No. What's the difference? Martial artist is a complete every style. I have a respect and an understanding of every style. So karate is just one piece of that. Mm-hmm. And I, I highly respect boxing. But a boxing, a straight boxing guy going up against, say, BJJ guy, is finna get his ass killed, man. 
And what and what and what medium? You talking about in the octagon or something? In any medium. Don't say period. Them niggas be getting knocked out all the time, bro. I'm not saying niggas Especially don't be getting Especially in the out. street. Especially I'm in the street. Saying... You ever seen a martial arts guy try to get in a street fight? You ever seen a boxing dude get handled yeah. in a street fight? Yeah. So yeah, that course. ain't no guarantee. Of course. Of course. Guarantee, man. I'll tell you what Enhance. the guarantee is. The only, your only guarantee is to hurry up and get him in some type of hole. <laughs> <laughs> hurry up. The jiu-jitsu guy gets them legs. A ju- if a judo guy gets that shirt, you got a problem. But he better be, he better go for that shirt. He right? better go for you that shirt. Anything that's he come, attached to your body, you got he a come, problem. He come trying to throw a chop. He come trying to throw a chop. His ass is going. He going to be waking up after that chop. It's like, what did, what did I just do? Was that a chop? To all the boxers out there, I highly respect boxing. Highly. You, it don't sound like it, though, bro. Because I ain't like just it, butt up a nigga nuts for no reason. Like, boxers get their ass beat all the time. So, so do martial artists. Boxers get their ass beat by other boxers. Martial artists get their ass beat by other martial artists. We started this because you said all Floyd got is his hands. Nah, That's, he he's does. a master. He's a master no, with his hands. All, all, I love Floyd. I think he's the best boxer ever. I would love to see him come back. But all Floyd has is his hands. How old is he right now? 40, look it up, man. 43. He's like 43. Mm-hmm. He like Lupe age. Don't get me wrong, man. I... I highly respect. Forty three. I'm not forty three. You're forty three. I know, bro. I know. I know. I'm just. I know you. I know you don't want to age. I know. I know. I, I'm forty three. Everyone, Floyd and I are the same age. Actually, me and Floyd got a lot in common. Like he reminds me a lot of myself whenever he's in the ring, and we like the same age too. Now both got Bugattis. Nah, I, when, I don't have no Bugatti. I just decided not to buy one, man. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. for putting on a great exhibition for the boxing culture, giving giving folks what they want to see, and maybe uh, letting people know that the legends can still draw a crowd and still uh, uh, take over the scene at least in that night. And that's exactly what the fuck they did because the whole that world they did. was talking about it. That so. they did for sure. I heard they did mm-hmm. like 1.2 million pay per view buys. It's crazy. Which is fantastic because I, mm-hmm. I I bought it. Wow. It's fifty dollars. Yeah, Snoop Dogg did a great job commentating. Snoop can do anything, man. We we need Snoop on the show, man. You you got high hopes. What do you mean high hopes? I, I shoot high. You know who I wanted on? I wanted Nate Robinson. I tried to get Nate Robinson on today. What's Nate Robinson publicist number? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give that out. I guarantee you, whoever that is probably quit by now. I'm sick of this shit. I'm out of here. Everyone keeps calling me. You're listening to the Lupe and Roy Show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce the Five Nine, and Tom Frank. The Lupe and Roy Show is a production of Say What Media. Have you thought about hosting your own podcast but don't know where to start? Working with Say What Media is like having your own personal producer, editor, audio engineer, and distributor all in one place. From equipment recommendations to engineering and distribution, Say What Media handles the boring details so you can focus on saying interesting stuff. Get started at saywhat.media. All right, Lil, I got a question for you. I need to know more about this No Sugar December. It's called No, which is do not or can't have sugar, right, which is a substance naturally occurring. We use it to power our bodies and brains. December, which is a month, 12th month of the year. What you got against the letter R, man? What, sugar? I said yeah, why you, why you, why you, why you turning the R sugar. into a W? Why I like to say it sugar. I like to say it with down here, sugar. You know what I'm saying? Sugar. So no sugar, December, right? I'm on this the first day, and I must tell you that I'm having withdrawals right now as we speak. For one, sitting around a lot and without changing my diet, and I just started like, you know what? You need to switch up your diet because you've been sitting down for like eight months. For the amount of time that I'm sitting and being sedentary. Like I'm consuming sugar as if I'm like out and about in the world and shit. So like, let me cut, let me cut that out for that reason. Then it's like inflammation things, you know, like with my, my, my back and shit. So I'm like, you know what? Let me like pull away from the the sugar to help with the inflammation and that. Yeah. And then just see if I could do it. You know, this is one of those things. Um, I got a bunch of my fans to do it. So there's a bunch of people on the Instagrams that are doing it. Oh, you Um, got fans? I got a couple. hundred thousand. (laughs) And Talk about anecdotal. How did you come up with that number? I just picked, you know, something low but big. Not to stunt too much, but to set, you know, like. You have way more than 100,000 fans, bro. Oh, I know, but I want to just 
So anyway, are you going to join me? I, no, I'm going to tell you why. I am trapped in my house. I got nothing else to do. Can't I just have a one little pleasure of having some sugar every once in a while? You and I trapped in the closet. That's all what I'm What about you, Royce? For. No, my, my back is fine. All right, that's the answer I was getting for right there. You know what it also does socially, as a social experiment? It forces you to realize how much sugar is in every fucking thing, which is crazy. I don't know what you're going to eat, actually, because well, sugar the, is in the, everything. The piece is no added sugars, so there's that, and then okay. no processed sugar. So for me, nine, about 90% of what I just said is my soda juice kind of diet. You drink soda? Yeah, I drink soda. Soda juice. So that right there Ooh. is probably 90% of so. the sugar that I take in anyway. Do you drink alcohol? Who may? Either one of you alcoholics. Do you drink either one of y'all? I do. What's your, what's your drink of choice, Tom? While Lupe decides whether he wants to lie or not. We went over this. I'm a beer guy. You know I don't fucking drink, Royce. I don't drink hard stuff. It does make you face how much sugar is in everything. Like that shit's in everything. Have you had the shakes? What you mean? Your withdrawal symptom. I got, a, I got yeah. a little mild like headache right now. That's not the COVID. I had headaches. It, it, might, it might be. What did you have after? Did you have the headaches first? or? Yeah, the headaches first. Then I started having okay. the chills. Then mm-hmm. I found myself with a hoodie on, sweatpants, up under some covers, freezing cold, <laughs> sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't cool. It wasn't no, cool, bro. No. It wasn't cool. No. COVID was having a fucking party inside of my body. It was like, you know, like COVID was like, hey, we're partying. We're going to take it upstairs now. Let's take it back downstairs to the lungs. It was a Christmas extravaganza happening in your, in your immune system, brother. Don't downplay the, uh, the holiday extravaganza. He already downplaying it. I think we're probably not going to show up, Tom. You ever heard of Clubhouse? That's where we hang out. Yeah, we got to yes, club. Yes. We got to get Tom on Clubhouse. You want to invite Tom? Because I got 20 of them shits. For real. Well, why don't you invite him? You got 20. Right. I got one. Why do you because have 20? Because I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. Oh. Hey, Tom, you really want to come on here, man? Because I don't like wasting my invites, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling your invite? No, nah, if you're not going to use it. Damn. All right, I just sent it to you, Tom. Y'all ain't number friends and cohorts and companions and co-hosts. And this I man just, just told it. you it's a waste. Man, if I was you, I would pick a fighter with Royce and the time and tell him to show up so I could whoop his black ass. That's what I would do if I was you, Tom. I think we should have Karate Kid here versus a boxer. I'm not fighting Royce. I'm pulling guns. This is why I don't know if this guy is really a martial artist because he's so he's got a bad temper, bro. He got a bad temper. On anything. <laughs> like, you want fries on this? You want fries on that? But you don't want no motherfucking fries. What a strap. Sword Get the straps. This <laughs> Lou Dog. You ever seen you ever seen Minister Society? You know the guy mm-hmm. with the braids, old dog. Mm-hmm. That character in that movie is patterned after the real Lou Dog. Do you want to talk about some? Po- I know you itching to talk about some politics. You want to just throw in some politics real quick, Tom? I got I got no politics to talk about. Oh, you don't even care no more. Not that Trump out. You don't even give a damn, huh? No, he's crumbling. I'm I'm watching him. Uh, it's it's like a. It's watching this crazy movie. You're watching a train crashing right in front of you. You Ooh. you have to be enjoying this. I'm just no, I'm, I'm not going to start him. enjoying this until he's completely out of office, and then his ass start get he start getting hit with you them know what lawsuits. Me- I can't wait till they get he get hit with them indictments, or- them dike dikes. Now, can he pardon himself? How the fuck are you going to do that? Can he pardon wow. himself? I hope not. How's he going to do that? He's not going to be president no more. I. I- they wait until he's not president, he then they're going to dike, dike his ass. Yeah, it's probably true. Y'all talking about El Trumpo? Yeah. You know what I was nervous about this week, though, is uh, did you see the story about Biden? I guess he fell down and hurt his hip or something. He broke his He fractured his foot. Get it, get it correct. Stop, stop spreading fake, fake news. Fractured his foot. Where was Trump at when this happened? That's fake news. Come on, uh, Tom. Give us the fan question. Come on, hurry up. We got one from Sam F. that actually ties in to our new sponsor. He wants to know, what do each of you do, especially right now, to take care of your own mental health. I do a lot of self-policing. A lot of self-policing, trying to figure out what are the essentials to keep myself nice and happy and, and thinking positive thoughts. And I keep myself busy. Um, I try to get rest sometimes. And um, I stay away from all of the bad habits that I know I have. Discipline is a good way. 
dis discipline is a good way to stay on top of it. I don't indulge in the ladies like I used like I used to. I don't do that anymore. Spoke, spoken like a champion. Thank you. That's our show for the week. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe or follow. Leave us a review and tell your friends to listen. The Lupe and Royce Show is a production of Say What Media. It's recorded and mixed by Claude Jennings. Our head writer is Lauren Sloat. I'm Tom Frank. And our theme music is by, who else? Lupe Fiasco and Royce the Five Nine.